This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's welcome in Karen McGee from Morrisburg, Ontario, an AMI content development specialist. Hey, good morning, Karen. Good morning, Dave. Karen, I can't believe we've never played Uno. Hold I've on. Never played Uno played before. Uno. Never played Uno before. It's uh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe for that, for that card night when when I teach Rami a Ring of Fire, you can come over and you guys can play Uno with me. Yes, please. But we should do Ring of Fire second because no one will understand <laughs> yes. the rules after one round of Ring of Fire. Uh, Karen, we've only got a couple minutes on the clock here, so let's just focus on your first topic, which is all about an organization that we've talked about on the show before, Treat Accessibly. Halloween's around the corner. This is an organization devoted to making Halloween more inclusive and accessible to kids of all abilities. So tell me a little bit about the advice that they're offering up to people to get their houses in order ahead of Halloween. So Halloween's one of my favorite times of the year, and I want as many people coming to my house. So basically, they want people to make their homes as accessible as possible. So some ideas are make sure the path to your trick-or-treating station is well lit, clear your driveway and pathways of any obstacles, park your vehicles on the street or in your garage to allow easy access. I actually park my vehicles in the parking lot beside me. Um, set up your trick-or-treating station at the end of your driveway. Yeah, that's um, such a good idea. When they first in mentioned... Like when we when we spoke to the the the, the founder a couple of years ago, when he suggested people should just put their candy dispensing stations at the edge of their driveway, I was like, "That's so brilliant! That's so brilliant!" I have incorporated so many of these into my trick or treating. Um, even though we only get like twenty kids now, but it just makes a big difference. Even like kids who are shy, right? They don't have to come all the way up to your house, and they can get to more houses that way too. Um, if your home doesn't have a driveway, why don't you use your vehicle to trunk or treat? And I've seen so many oh. people right now. This is a big thing. Um, communities will bring cars together, and you do a trunk or treat. It's really popular in the states too. I know Cornwall does it up the road as well, and you can go around to everybody's car. And like people are like, I like some ideas to decorate my car for like Harry Potter or um, um, Hocus Pocus, really popular right now. Um, and that's what a great day because then it's accessible to everybody. You don't, people don't have to come to your home. You can bring a bunch of cars together. Um, it's a really great way to show your creativity. I love these ideas so much. Keep everything well lit. Don't have things that are super scary for kids. I love to decorate for Halloween, but I've toned it down because I've got little kids next door now. So I don't want to scare them. I want them to come to my house. It'd still be a little scary. Like, uh, just have the skeleton, but maybe not like the skeleton that like jumps out of the leaves at people as they're as they're making their way up the up the walkway. Exactly, that's exactly what I've done. Is I still have like my scary three sister witches with like the really creepy masks, but I keep them off to the side a bit so the kids don't have to walk right by them. So, Karen, I know one of the things about Treat Accessibly is that they really want people who undertake this challenge to spread the word. So to do the action, but also spread the word. So this is something that's actually participatory for people beyond their own decisions. What can they do to keep showing the love to Treat Accessibly? So you can actually have a sign on your house, on the front of your house. You can get them from Remax dealers anywhere across Canada, except for Quebec or none of it. So I guess not anywhere across Canada. Um, you can also print the sign off. Um, from a treataccessibility.com, they have a sign you can print treat, off, and treat, they suggest treat, putting... treat accessibly. Treat accessibly. It's not treat accessibly. Thank you. Treataccessibly.com. My my auto typing. Um, the 
these signs, um, you print them off, and they say put them out a week earlier so that people will know and can plan their routes for what homes are accessible for their children. And again, I want as many kids. I give out full-size chocolate bars. So, like, come on by, Whoa. kids. And, like, I made Whoa. up my goodie bags the other day. I made up my goodie bags the other day. There's chips. There's Oreo cookies. There's gummies. I cover all the bases. What kind of gummies? Um, I have Coke bottle gummies. I also have Skittles and um, Starburst. Uh, those, um, those, aren't, those, those aren't the gummies that I eat recreationally. Okay, uh, Dave, they're <laughs> kids. That that is the adult trick or treating, which happens later. And you know, really, we actually give out trick or treat bags to adults as well in our house to adults that we know. There, there, Not uh, kidding. there were uh, a couple parents in the neighborhood where I spent a lot of time in my young adulthood who uh, would have two stations set up. One was for the kids, and the other one was giving out uh, scotch to the parents. We may or may not give out the occasional beer. If we oh, if we know yeah. the parents oh. and know they partake, we don't force beer on people. Well, of course not. My wow, my goodness. Karen McGee's house, full chocolate bar and maybe a can of beer for the road. Ho ho ho. That's Halloween Come on through, by, guys. through. How many uh, how many where to find me. how many pumpkins are we carving this year, Karen? Well, we grew one that is bigger than a bat well, it's not bigger than basketball. It's um, probably about a foot and a half to two feet. Not that big. I'm no good with size. I, it's like, put your arms out and it's that big. It's like, put your arms out, Dave, and it's that big around. Um, I'm no judge of distance. And there's a joke that I could tell in there, but I'm not going to do it on yeah. there. Um, <laughs> um, so we've got that. Um, we usually do two each. Um, we'll see how it goes this year. We'll see how it goes. There you go. Yeah, carving pumpkins is a lot of work. It's messy business. Let's just focus on the candy. Karen, we got to get out of here. Thank you very much. Enjoy some time away next week, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you, my friend. That is Karen McGee, a content development specialist for AMI in Morrisburg, Ontario. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.